Welcome to the Green Up Possibilities podcast, empowering you with information about what is possible, improbable, and nearly impossible with money. Brought to you by Green Up Wealth Management. Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Aaron Kirsch, Chief Client Advocacy Officer at Green Up Wealth Management. I'm Kyle Barclay, Certified Financial Planner and Vice President and Wealth Advisor at Green Up Wealth Management. And on this podcast, we're going to discuss what you need to know about taxes in retirement. My gosh, what people need to know about taxes in retirement is critical. The topic of taxes, when I think about all of the hard work that has gone in to earn and grow this money, this is the topic about trying to protect that money legally, but as much as possible so that you and your family can enjoy all that you've worked so hard to earn. And there's ways in which we can do that. Kyle, most people are familiar with income tax. The more you make, the higher the income tax bracket, and the more taxes you're going to pay. But when you're in retirement, your income also affects other things other than just your tax bracket. You're right, Aaron. Social Security is also structured in a similar way as that. There's different thresholds that you pay depending on your tax situation. So here's one of the bones I have with Social Security taxation. The thresholds that dictate what you owe have not gone up to reflect cost of living. So more and more folks are paying income tax on Social Security benefits as cost of living goes up because they require more income, even if they live the same lifestyle as they did the previous year, or even the same lifestyle they lived five years ago. Okay, so the income you make affects how much your Social Security is taxed. What other things are affected by income in retirement? Irma, it's not your neighbor next door. Irma is income-related monthly adjusted amount. And it works in the same spirit as our marginal income tax brackets, as well as Social Security taxation. The more you make, the more you owe on your Medicare costs. So at the end of the day, depending on how much of your income is recognized in a year's time, can increase the amount you pay for your Medicare. Again, one of those components that takes away from your hard-earned money. Then there's the net investment income tax, which came into being during the Obamacare era. Kyle, tell us about that. So net investment income is an additional tax. It's 3.8% applied to folks that have crossed a certain threshold. That threshold is $250,000. It's an extra tax that could be taxed onto you. And then, of course, the income you receive in retirement does affect your federal income tax, as we mentioned, and most states do have a state income tax. And that kind of causes a problem because in retirement, your income could vary. Most of us never earn exactly the same amount of money every year when we're working, and it's certainly different when you're retired. Right, Kyle? Absolutely, Everybody has different goals. Everybody has different objectives. Everybody has different timelines for their usage of their retirement monies 
or their social security or their pensions, so on and so forth. So at the end of the day, a customized tax plan is ultimately very intentional and needed for most folks in order to try and protect the money that you have saved. Good point, Kyle. When you're in retirement, your income may be inconsistent because you'll have your basic living expenses, but sometimes you might need extra money for a new car or a new roof or a big family vacation. And pulling money out of a retirement account will push your income higher, which will affect all these expenses in retirement. It will affect your Social Security taxation, your Medicare premiums. You may get into net investment income tax, and then, of course, your state and federal taxes. So all these things can be affected based on how much money you're pulling out of your IRA. Today, we're going to talk about diversification of income or tax diversification in retirement. And Aaron, like you said earlier, pulling money out of retirement account pushes your income higher. But just like diversifying your investments, not putting all your eggs in one tax basket. Diversifying your income sources for retirement opens up options for trying to time the sequence of those taxable events ultimately and intentionally designed to try to create more tax savings for you. Most of us are familiar with the way retirement accounts work, and I like to use the analogy of a shoebox. Think about a retirement account as a shoebox where you're putting money into that shoebox. Once the cash is in there, you can do what you want with it. You could invest in stocks or bonds or funds. There's a few other investments you can do as well. And it will grow tax-free while it's in that shoebox. Once you reach a certain age, and for most accounts it's 59 and a half, you can start pulling money out of that shoebox. But There are different tax implications when you pull money out of that shoebox, depending on whether it's a traditional 401k or IRA or a Roth 401k or IRA. Absolutely right. When we look at traditional IRAs and 401ks, what you're doing is deducting those amounts from your income in the current tax year. Ultimately, to pay those taxes, down the road, typically when you retire. Many are in higher tax brackets when working than when they're in their retirement years. So deferring taxes to later dates in the future in spirit is designed to cause lower overall taxes in the future. That's not always the case. Now let's chat real quick about Roth IRAs and 401ks. Roth contributions, you do not get a deduction today. You do not pay taxes when it comes out of that account in the future. That's one of the beautiful benefits of a Roth IRA. But again, you do not get the deduction today. At least that's the current tax rules. But another reason to consider traditional IRAs, traditional 401ks versus Roth 401ks, Roth IRAs, is because of this concept of diversifying your income sources. You can use Roth IRA monies in the future for big purchases without affecting your income. The taxes on your income, I mean. 
It won't hurt your social security taxation. It won't negatively impact your Medicare premiums. Roth IRAs can be so beautiful in retirement, but once those monies come out, generally can't get those monies back in. So you need to be very careful and strategic in the usage of your Roth IRA monies. And this is how we diversify income sources in retirement. You have the traditional retirement accounts, which are taxable. But if you want to take a big vacation with your family or you need to repair something in your home or remodel your kitchen, which is going to take extra money, you're not going to push yourself into a higher tax bracket and possibly affect your Social Security taxation and your Medicare premiums by pulling extra money out if you can take that money out of a Roth IRA, which is not going to add to your income. Kyle, what other income sources do not affect your taxable income? Municipal bonds are one way that you could invest beyond tax-advantaged vehicles like IRAs and 401ks. Municipal bonds generally avoid federal taxation. However, municipal bond interest can still be taxed via net investment income tax. A lot of considerations there and maybe a podcast for the future. Aaron, what are some other vehicles where you can tap into to avoid taxation? Well, Kyle, there's also insurance policies like index universal life policies. Cash value life insurance policies, many of them are structured to have loan provisions. And so rather than taking an income from a cash value life insurance policy, you can borrow money from that policy. And when you borrow money from an insurance policy, it's not taxed because you're taking a loan. You're not taking income. So some of these insurance policies are structured to do just that, provide you with a way to get to money when you're retired without it affecting your income tax bracket. And the world of insurance can naturally be very complex. Aaron, what are your thoughts on reverse mortgages and home equity line of credit? There's many different ways you can get money. You can earn money. You can grow your money, right? Either by your investments going up in value and then you sell it, take the profit, or it spins off some kind of income. So you you can make money from your investments. You can also borrow money, as we talked about with insurance policies. Another way to borrow money in retirement is either through a reverse mortgage or a home equity line of credit. And this might be a way to smooth out your income over retirement by borrowing some money and paying it back over time. If you want to remodel your kitchen and it's going to cost, say, $50,000, rather than pull that all out of the IRA one year, and spike your income and affect all those things we talked about, maybe you could borrow money based on the equity of your home through a home equity line of credit or reverse mortgage and then pay that back slowly over time so you don't push yourself into a higher tax bracket, make more of your Social Security taxable, pay higher Medicare premiums, and maybe get closer to that net investment income tax. Great point, Aaron. And and as we just discussed There's so many different strategies, and it's not that there's one that works for everyone. And it's not the same strategy that may be great for your neighbor. 
I hope our listeners can take away from this podcast that a combination of an investment plan tied with your income plan, tied with your tax plan, can ultimately help save and grow your money that you've worked so hard for. So I want to say thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate you and hope to talk soon. To discuss income strategies and tax strategies in retirement, as well as your general financial plan, now's a good time to talk to your wealth advisor at Greenup Wealth Management. For Kyle Barkley and all the team at Greenup Wealth Management, I'm Aaron Kirsch. Thanks for listening. Greenup Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor, and the opinions expressed are our own. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.